Welcome to the Beth Leonard Moss Podcast. My name is Harold Nichol. This week, best-selling author and social media tour de force, Beth Leonard Moss, will show devotees of golf, the martial arts, and or dance how to revolutionize their training and outcomes. Whether you play or practice for yourself or competitively, your results will improve as a result of what Beth teaches us here today. Because as Beth will tell us, time in the gym can help contribute to better performances for these athletes. And Beth, before we dive too deeply into each one of these, are there any common elements of these uh, sports that we should perhaps be aware of? Um, Yeah, actually. So the one thing that I think it's important for no matter what sport, not even a sport, but your daily life. And that is your balance and your stability. Um, we talk about that all the time. Um, whether you are young, aging, short, tall, doesn't really matter. Everyone has to work on their um, balance and stability because it's always going to help prevent injuries. Right. Right. And Speaking of of that, of balance in particular, let's talk about golf. I was surprised when I read your notes um, to see that there was a lot of emphasis on lower body strength. Why is that? Um, I think that a lot of people don't realize how much of your lower body you actually use in golf. And I think that most people think that it's just your arms and the Mm -hmm. swinging. Um, but it's actually not, you actually are using your full body, um, every time you're swinging that, uh, golf club. Mm -hmm. So it's really important that you get the strength, um, in your legs as well, because, um, if you want to get that full rotation every time you swing, if you think about if you are a golfer or you watch golf, Mm -hmm. um, you think about how they are you know, starts from like the golf club is like down on the ground and as they swing, it goes all the way in the air, but you watch the rotation of the entire body actually turning with it. So there is actually upper body and lower body. And of course your core involved in, um, and obliques involved in the golf swing. Right. Yeah. That's, um, that was interesting to learn because, um, I'm like a lot of people, I think of golf swing as being kind of, uh, you know, from the waist up but um what i'm hearing you say is that it's really important that we get our legs involved in those uh conditioning exercises to have a better outcome on the golf course and you oh yeah yeah you you got something you listed called goblet squats and that sounded like either a drinking game or something for thanksgiving what the heck (laughs) goblet squat (laughs) <laughs> a goblet squat really it's you know using um you're, you're using a weight while you're doing squats mm-hmm. um it's easiest way there's definitely you know other ways to describe it but a goblet squat is you're holding a weight in your hand um and it's normally like lengthwise and you are you know coming all the way down coming back up it's just basically adding extra weight for it okay. um you know i get i think that's like the easiest way to describe it um so you want to get because again we're working your legs and we want to 
strengthen your legs. And especially for, you know, people who want to up their game or, or up their, um, I would say want to up their strength, um, in general, um, uh, they, you're going to make things challenging by adding extra weight. So if you do goblet squats or regular squats, those are super, super important that you're going to do that. You also want to, um, you want to add in a little bit of cardio. So like, um, you want to make sure that I know people don't really think of golf as a game that you must have cardio in it, except if you're like walking from like hole to hole, but it is important, um, that you, it's important for everyone to have a little bit of cardio. So if you add in the jump squats, that's also working your legs, but it's also working your heart, you know? So we're making sure that we're taking care of your heart as well. Um, but you know, you also hit other parts of your body when you were working on your, um, strengthening in the gym Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, upper body as well. Like we were talking and also, you know, your obliques, um, and your core for that rotation. So you want to make sure we're like hitting all these body parts. And I'm going to guess, because that's really what I'm doing, uh, that a jumping squat is just what it sounds like. You squat with a with a dumbbell or a barbell and then you jump up. Well, normally jump squats are actually done. Um, you can do it with weights, but most most of the time you actually don't do it with weights. Oh. Um, because you start in a squat, you jump up as high as you can, and you land right back down in a squat. If you have weights in your hands, Sometimes, you know, you have to be a little bit more careful with that. We don't want anything to happen to your knees or your back or anything like that. So um, you can do it with weights, but you normally do it with, if you have weights in your hands, mm-hmm. you will normally make the weights a little bit lighter um, mm-hmm. because you're adding in that cardio um, aspect of it and you're jumping and landing with extra weights in your hands. And if you don't want to land wrong because all that weight will go into like your back or your knees, which is something that you got to be very careful of. Yeah, I the weights I have, I don't think they make them any lighter. So um, maybe I'll just go out. <laughs> and I'm glad I asked because um, I'd have been out there busting up my knees and banging dumbbells into the furniture. So I'm glad I asked. Push-ups. I think we all pretty much know what these are, but they're good for more muscle groups than just our chest or our arms. Isn't that right? Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, if you think about it, a push-up, you start in a plank. Whether mm-hmm. you are doing a modified push-up on your knees or, or you are starting in a plank position, because um, even when you're doing a modified on your knees, you're in a modified plank. So mm-hmm. a plank itself right there is working so many muscles, right? So we're working your your arms and your core and part of your legs, actually. It involves like so much. And then you, you add that push-up in, and then you are going to eat work even more because what we're doing is we're bending our elbows, which is bringing your chest to the, closer to the ground and then pushing straight up. So we're adding extra weight into what, when we're doing a plank, we're just really squeezing our core for the most part. And here you're, and you're keeping your legs straight. So you are using your legs and you're keeping your arms straight. You're using your arms. But like when you add that extra weight to do a push up to most people can do the first part of a push up and that's to get your chest to the ground right but mm-hmm. pushing back up is the part where more people than not have a harder time so when we start to you do that we're engaging way more muscles you know our chest and our shoulders and some extra muscles and a little bit you know we're increasing the intensity of everything yeah that's a good word and um i i think push-ups are a remarkable 
exercise. They're so good for you the way you describe them. And they don't require equipment, which is way better. And rotation, you had touched on this a little bit. What are some good drills that are going to help us turn more easily or better? So, I mean, you're going to um, definitely want to use, uh, I would even add bands right now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of golfers tend to use the, you know, the fitness bands that you see. A lot of people mm-hmm. had use them for rehab, but it's not just for rehab. Um, it's also used for strengthening. Um, so you want, you probably will want to get some bands that you can add on. And these bands are very inexpensive. Um, so it's easy to add these in. You don't, you could like do this anywhere. You could do it in your house anywhere. Um, so you might want to just get some bands while you are trying to, again, increase your intensity, um, of trying to get in a better workout that's going to help your game. Okay. And you, you had mentioned something, a half kneeling rotation. I, I have never heard of that. What is, how does that work? So a lot of times it's, you know, there's a couple of different ways that you could do like, um, some, sometimes you have your, you'll bend your front knee and your back knee and they're both on the ground, like two 90 degree angles. Mm-hmm. If you could picture that, um, and you will have a weight in your hand for this one for the most, you could use it. You can also use, um, a band and you're going to like bend down, reach towards the ground and twist all the way up, or you can have a weight in your hand and you can even do like a lunge and you twist towards the leg that's in front. And as you twist towards the leg that's in front, you're using your obliques to twist to the side and bring it back. And it's the same thing as you're doing, you know, kneeling rotations or you're doing what we call a wood chopper. Um, all of these are all working on your um, obliques and helping with the rotation of your golf swing. And what I know about this is that your power for a, uh hitting a golf ball or a baseball for that matter comes from that uh, oblique down muscles. Your lower body is really what gets the power behind those strikes. Yeah. Yeah. So many times, like I said, everyone thinks it's all upper body, but it's not, it's a combination of everything. And a lot comes from that lower body and the, and your midsection of your core of that whole um, turning. Okay. Well, I know how I'm spending my afternoon. I'm going to go uh, get my band and my little itty bitty dumbbells and go, uh, go try this stuff. Let's uh, <laughs> let's change direction here um, and talk about martial arts. There are a lot of different types of martial arts. Um, are there exercises that will be good for all of them or or most of them? Well, I think that no matter what kind of martial art you do, you know, you are really um, still using the same muscles and you you have to, you know, um, besides learning all of the different sequences, I don't even know what they're called, sequences, I want to say. Forms, I think. Forms, yeah. Forms, okay. Of sequences that you have to learn. I know when you're doing all your testing and all that kind of stuff. Um Besides all of that, you also need to make sure that when you are sparring, I guess, against somebody, um, you need the strength um, of being able to like hold your own out there. So mm-hmm. um, everyone needs to have like a really good 
base and of your strengthening and also cardio, especially a lot of people, especially martial arts don't really think about cardio, but you definitely need that too, because it's like you you could be going against someone for like longer than you really think, but you need mm-hmm. to have some stamina in there as well. Um, and you want to, again, for martial arts, it's, you know, again, we're focusing similar stuff that we did. Uh, we just spoke about for golf. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be as intense, I would say as the whole rotation part, but you want to work your upper body, your lower body, you know, your whole middle, your back, everything, because you want to make sure that um, you you have the strength to like go out there and, and spar against somebody. I think that's so well said. And um, I think people would be surprised at how much cardio is required to go out and do um, free sparring. It's uh, it was I've done it. I mean, not lately, but um, it was a surprise that what terrible condition I was in when I went out and did it. So cardio is good. Um, And I think I know the answer to this, but balance, you know, you don't want to get knocked over or punched over. Um, (laughs) How do you, how do we keep our balance if we're out uh, learning a new form or, or sparring or just warming up? Well, you want to, you know, again, balance has a lot to do with core. And your core has to be super strong. And we're always like core, core, core. Mm-hmm. But your core is your like whole midsection. And we want to make sure that that entire midsection is being worked as well as your upper body and your lower body. Um, I know everyone's like crunches, crunches, crunches. But you know what? There's way more exercises out there than just crunches. Um, and there's so many, like we were talking about push-ups before. Push-ups work mm-hmm. your, and, and planks, they all work your core. Um, so there's a lot of really great exercises that you can do to help with your, your balance and your stability. Um, it's also working your legs. Um, cause we gotta have like a good base as well. Yeah. I, I personally dislike doing crunches, but, um, I have to kind of make myself do them and that, but knowing that there's other things that don't require me to lie on the ground gives me a lot of, uh, comfort cause it's, I'm getting old and it's hard to get up. Okay, I'm sure. Now, I think getting kicked and punched is a good way to get hurt. Um, Will strength training, like what you've described here for us, does that help prevent instant injuries? You know, obviously, when you're in the middle of sparring and doing stuff, um, you have you're putting yourself in a position where you could get hit or hurt, right? But yes, Mm -hmm. it's definitely going to help you to you know make sure that you are staying strong that is when you are doing strengthening exercises um it protects your muscles your tendons your ligaments mm-hmm. and all of these are used in martial arts um which helps to prevent your injuries um when you improve your flexibility right i think there, there's a lot of people in um, martial arts who are very very flexible the kicks right. are like unbelievable right yes. um but when you improve your flexibility and by um, by stretching and strengthening the muscles surrounding your joints, they're going to help to improve your range of motion. Right. And I found in my past that speed was important because I could outrun whoever it was that was trying to hit me. Um, I could <laughs> run a foot race around the ring pretty regularly, and that was handy. Now, I'm married to somebody who who was a, a dancer. She was in ballet. and 
these people are just in tremendous shape. Something like ballet requires a lot of physical strength and mental discipline. But that said, I just don't have a vision of running into ballerinas in the weight room. Am I, uh, am I, do I need to look around more? And is weight training beneficial for people who do ballet or, or any type of dance? Um, weight training, I think, is beneficial for everybody, okay. um, no matter what uh, sport you are playing um, or doing. Um, but, of course, um, I think that there are probably more ballerinas and dancers that are in that weight room than you'd think. They might not be lifting like bodybuilders, right? Because that's another mm-hmm. sport that does this. Um, but they are definitely in there strengthening um, because they also need to have make sure that, again, we're talking about the flexibility and the strength. Similar to what we were just talking about in um, martial arts. But a lot of times you will find, for ballerinas especially, mm-hmm. you will find them in a Pilates gym. Um, wow. But the, because in Pilates, um, it was actually, it's interesting. Um, it, the people are, it's getting much, much bigger. If you look around everywhere you're, um, when you're like in a shopping center, you'll see all these Pilates places um, popping up. Now, I personally have been doing Pilates for well over 20 years, but it's okay, now wow. getting more popular. Um, and you could use Pilates um, on a reformer or you could do mat Pilates, which is also another form of Pilates, which is significantly cheaper as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you can also incorporate bands into the Pilates. So, but Pilates itself, um, many people don't know his name was Joseph Pilates. Um, it was actually created and started um in the 1920s, which was, you know, long, like a long time ago at this point, right? Um, and started for rehab as soldier for soldiers. But, but, but ballerinas started to use it because Pilates and the way it's done, mm-hmm. um, because it is mostly a lot, it's a, your own body weight if you're doing mat Pilates. And if you're doing a reformer, then you're using, um, a reformer, but most of the time it's you. Also, you do incorporate your own body weight. It just has like some like pulleys and other things on it. Um, but it builds lean muscle. Um, and this method continuously stretches the muscles so that the muscle um, strands build longer rather than creating bulk, which mm-hmm. is why you'll probably see more, especially ballerinas itself, because most ballerinas you think of are very long and lean. But they're yeah. way stronger than you think that they are. So they would most more so be in a Pilates gym. But you will find lots of dancers um, in a Pilates gym as well. And everyday people, you know, like you or I um, doing Pilates as well, because it is such a great workout and it is so good for strengthening and stretching as well. Um, so you want to make sure that you are, again, getting in. Um, if you, whether you're a dancer or a martial artist or a golfer or any sport that you're doing, that you're getting in that strengthening because that strengthening of your muscles and yes, full body, um, even ballerinas need to work their upper body as well, sure. right? Um, they do, even though they might not be using their arms as much, but they are, but you need to, A, you want to make sure that your body's like in proportion, right? Um, but besides right. that, you want to have like that full body strength. Um, you need your upper body, you obviously need their core, um, right? All these dancers are needing, definitely need to have their core. Um, so they want to, but many times you'll find more than not many dancers themselves are not as, I would say like 
um, they're, they're just longer and leaner, but not, you know, hip hop is a little different. So every kind of dance is a little different and they're also going to be working their upper body, their lower body, their core, and especially cardio again in all, especially in all dance, you have to work, you have to work your heart in the cardio because, um, hip hop too. Like you're like moving and grooving the whole time, right? Like (laughs) those dances go fast. And a lot of the ballerinas too, they're, even though they're so graceful, like they still have to work that cardio. They have to work their upper body, their lower body, and obviously their core. You know, the times that um, I mentioned I was married to a, a former ballerina, um, the times that she, and I hate to say drug me to ballet, but I can't think of another way to say it. But the times I've been, my thought watching them was that um, I bet every one of them can dunk a basketball, every last one of them, because they're in just that kind of shape. And you mentioned okay. upper body. You know, they, they lift each other. Yeah. Um, that takes a lot of concentration and, and physical strength. So I, you know, I, I learned this, uh, um, from my missus that, uh, they are, they're pretty tough and, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're strong. Yeah. They're really strong. I have a niece who's a dancer. Oh my gosh. She is like amazing and the strength on her. Mm-hmm. is unbelievable like I, I she's so so strong and like she can do like some like especially body weight exercises mm-hmm. that are so difficult but yet she does it like nothing wow. you know that's how strong they are because you some of the you know and they they have to be able to use their own body weight so well right because they're moving um so gracefully you know and somebody who's not um, as graceful as they are, we look like, like me, um, don't, I don't look the same out there, you know? So she has to look, you know, <laughs> she uses those, you know, she's just amazing, but the strength on her is like literally unbelievable. She's like her upper body, her lower body, you know, her core, obviously, again, all dancers have their cores like amazing. Um, but like, yeah, like the shape that they're in, you would just, it's amazing if you have not seen someone like, you know, actually doing something like up close and even while they're, um, you know, practicing, um, or they are working out, it's really actually, like you said, like more than you can imagine. Absolutely. I, I, I a hundred percent, um, agree with everything you said. And you said that Pilates was started for the military and principles like breath control, concentration, and precision, those are things that golfers have to be able to do and martial artists have to be able to do. It seems like Pilates is good for just about any type of sport that you want to improve in. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I would definitely say so. I, I think adding Pilates in is, you know, um, a different form of strengthening than many people um, would think about it as. So I definitely, I definitely agree. I think that, um, it's also, um, you know, it's something that's more and more popular right now, but I, like I said, it's been around a long time and I've been doing it for, you know, well over 20, 25 years. Um, so, and it, and I, and it's really like really nice. Sometimes you just don't think like, you know, you, you don't have to be in the gym and like huffing and puffing to get a workout. Um, and this is like the perfect example of that. It doesn't mean that you're not working hard. 
It just means that you don't have to be lifting like tons of weights or huffing and puffing and um, like maybe even like sweating quite as much. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But the workout you get from Pilates is, you know, full body, amazing workout. Whatever and, I stre- and it also like stretches as well. So anyone who also needs to work on some of that stretching, it is also great to incorporate. 100%. And whenever I see Pilates written out, I always think it's pilots and that's been spelled wrong. I don't know. <laughs> something, some, something in my brain is, uh, is not working right, but it's Pilates. And the man's name was Joseph Pilates. Yes. So that, there you go. Lots to know about fitness and how to get fit and improve performance, whether it's at the golf course or uh, in your martial arts studio or the dance studio. And just excellent advice, as always, from Beth. Now, as you all know, Beth is a renowned personal trainer. She has experience combining all of the things she talked about today, strength, flexibility, and a lot of practical knowledge of these specialized fields. If you or someone you know plays golf or is a a dancer or a martial artist and they want to improve their performances, then this is a good podcast for them. So please recommend it to them and anybody can go watch Beth and see her do all of these things and much, much more at her TikTok site. And last time I counted, Beth, you had like 270 different workouts. <laughs> That's a lot. And if that weren't enough, her book, Think Healthy, Be Healthy, anyone who wants to get in better shape, regardless of where they are in their fitness or non-fitness journey, they're going to benefit regardless of, of anything. I got one last question for you. Um, I know there's people who think that they can never get in shape and so they're just not going to be bothered they're not even going to try i know though that you are somebody who can get them on track how would somebody like that connect with connect with you for a for a consultation oh yeah i'm um i do all of my um trainings uh through zoom so we can connect um and so it doesn't matter where you live anywhere that you are um, doesn't matter what time zone because we can make it work. Um, but all you have to do is go to my website, bethlindermoss.com and you got, you can connect with me there. If you're on any of my, uh, my Instagram or my TikToks, you can DM me. Um, I get it all. So, uh, you can get in touch with me all different ways, but yeah, bethlindermoss.com. Okay. Wonderful. And like she says, there's lots in the way of resources that Beth offers and most of them are, are free. So do yourself or a friend a favor. Connect with Beth. She's a very gifted teacher and expert in all of these things. And like she said, go to her website at bethlindermoss.com. Hey, that's all for this time. And it was a lot. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends about Beth and come back next time for another edition of the Beth Linder Moss podcast.